Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. We are deep into the heart, not really in the heart, we're at the beginning of my one-shot campaign before we get back to season two of the main campaign. My name's Keith and I'm DMing for you today. I'm Josh, playing Harold today, getting used to that. I Go for it. I am John and I'm playing Owen Kane today. And I am Bryce, playing as Balin. Balin Bargewater. <laughs> He's always Balin that Bargewater. Uh, but yeah, last time uh, Balin Bargewater and Harold True Truevale, uh, they maybe rescued is a bad word uh, for what they did with Orin Kane, as he seems pretty capable of rescuing himself. We were there um, when he happened to get out. Yeah. But it was our presence that made it. Really and truly, it could right. be argued. Uh, but the, they fought off five cultists who have a camp or a part of a camp that is made uh, in the ruins of what seems to be a place where maybe a dragon was worshipped or something. Uh, and throughout the murdering of these uh, cultists, the cultists were screaming things like more blood, for and, blood and for the blood goddess and for the blood jewel and all these different things. Um, they didn't say much else. They seemed to be very far gone in, in, as far as their mental state. Most um, importantly... Tune in last week to see Balin whiff not once, but three times in a single turn. Yeah. We glossed over it pretty quickly, but it happened. Yeah. The, wh- <laughs> the whiffening returns. Jack Law shed a single tear this yeah. day. Um, but thank you for listening to us, and thank you for hanging out with us. And like, if you want to communicate with us, Twitter at Tank Media Games, and you can find a link to our Discord channel to hang out with your boys there. And share um, us with your friends. And share us with your friends. If you sure. don't want to communicate with us, you find us on social media and tell us. That's right. Yeah, do that, please. Okay. <laughs> but let's let's get back into it. So you guys are standing over the bodies of five dead cultists who were covered in blood, who had scars of a big jewel. Like they carved the shape of a jewel necklace onto each of their chests. Uh, and you are now standing over their dead bodies near the wall uh, where a dragon's head is jutting out. And you could, if you look closely as well to the wall, there are maybe some more things on that wall. Uh, but you're at the camp, and Do you're people free to act. feet have any pouches or... No, they have nothing on them. They are they are only carrying that which Mother Nature blessed them with, uh, and some rags. And each of them has two daggers on them. They have blood on them. They have a lot of blood on them. Yes. Uh, Balin, in your in your travels, have you uh, have you come across any strange folks like this? No, I've never seen anything like this. It this seems is... like they're a little not right. Yeah, they're particularly annoying. They're no fun to kill because they seem to enjoy it, and they don't carry any money when I'm done. Agreed. Yeah, I got you on that one. So, Oren, how, how long have you been here? For like one year. You've been in the cage for a year? Well, I don't know. No. You've, you've been in the cage for about a day or so. Right, a you've day been or so. in the area for a year. There you go. Yeah. It's taking them a long time to cross through the desert then. Well, in in that case, Oren, if you've been in this area for about a year or so, do you have you come across anything like this? No. I have not. There you go. Getting right up in that game. Well, I I wish I didn't. I suppose we should we're here to exterminate them, so I suppose we should look for if there's any more. I agree, I agree. And the only thing that stands out to me here is that giant dragon head sticking out of the wall. Well, let me turn and take a look at it. <laughs> I'm <gonna> roll <laughs> perception. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, it's a powerful six. Nice. You're very close. It doesn't take much to see that 
beside and kind of around the dragon head is a very large mural. Uh, it's tattered. It not tattered. It is. It's carved. It's it's carved into the wall. Um, and, that was just one of them murals. Don't get too close to it. Uh, yeah. So there's a big carved mural in in and around the uh, the dragon's head. Uh, and I would roll in the no. You can look at it. It's not that worn. You, it's it's been fairly actually maintained by these people. They seem to like. There's there are handprints of blood on this wall. There are places where it looks like a bloody hand might have been trying to wipe something away. Um, also, your perception roll doesn't a six isn't going to tell you much else other than what we're looking at with this mural. But I will describe the mural to you now. Um, above the, the dragon head statue, there is an inscription that reads, To gain entry to the Blood Jewel Temple, submit thy greatest treasure. Uh, and then... You heard him, Cranston. Beneath, <laughs> I was going to say, toss the pig in. Beneath the inscription, um, a scene is carved. It's a, a man in armor, a very large man in armor. Uh, with his eyes open, stands with his hands spread wide. Uh, in his left hand, he holds a stack of gold. In his right hand, he holds a sword impaling the head of what is assumed to be his enemy. And then at his feet are dead creatures and people all lying down on either side of... Um, and then on either side of this scene, a dragon's head, similar to the one you're looking at, just the profile, is facing away from him um, with a with a, uh, a man in its mouth. Hmm. Well, that'll do. Cool. Does anybody have a great treasure they'd like to sacrifice? Uh, we got the pig. particularly. Like, bringing my Warhammer kind of yeah. close. <laughs> we got the pig. Uh, can we just, like, toss a coin or something? How do you feel about this kid sacrificing your pig? Uh, the pig is not going in there. I might have some. Will you allow me to just... I mean, it would be a... a yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. It's so a one-shot where we're training John to play D&D. Most things go. I get down on one knee in front of the pig and kind of pet his head, and he opens his mouth, and I'm going to reach my arm <laughs> inside, and it comes out holding an entire gold bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so along those lines, I was thinking, because you said earlier, Cranston, you heard the <laughs> his little tail flips up on a gold bar just comes out of the back and drops. <laughs> if we find this blood jewel... It's mine, <laughs> and I want to toss it in. Okay, toss it into the mouth. Um, standing. Heck, at, I don't know. Maybe at this point it should be Cranston's. <laughs> standing in front of the uh, this big mouth, you the mouth is not open very wide. It's open wide enough for you to uh, you could. They threw a body in there, but it like you couldn't fit a body in there standing up. They had to like you know slide it in. It's pitch black, dark inside the mouth. You really can't see anything in there. Almost almost magically dark. Um, and you toss the toss the gold into there. It disappears into the ma- into the darkness, and then you hear a clunk on the ground. Um, and then, briefly following that, the mouth of the dragon closes shut, and you hear like a you know the pressing of this thing colliding with the gold and colliding with the floor of whatever's in there. Balin's um, jaw is clenched real tight. <laughs> yeah, and then you can hear like the movement of the stuff in there. You know, whatever's Balin's bulging, <laughs> his face is all red. Uh, whatever's moving in there, and then uh, 
it stops. You hear a clunk, and then the mouth opens. Dude walks out. Hey, who threw this? And the, and the gold, the gold is gone. So once the mouth opens back up, the darkness has kind of dissipated. This magical darkness has dissipated, and you can see within that the the bar of gold is gone. All right, who's going first? Pig. Yeah. Well, so, excuse me. At the back of the mouth, you don't see a hole or anything. It's oh. just yeah. It, I thought this was literally Aladdin cave no, entrance. No, it looks the same as the uh, as it did before. Like when you look in the mouth here, it just looks like a a statue. There looks like there's there doesn't seem to be an opening. There doesn't seem to be opening in the bottom or the top or anything. It looks like you tossed your gold in there. Everything went dark, and then uh, when it came back, the gold was gone. I'm gonna shoot the back wall of it. And see okay. if it like passes through. All right. Yeah, you fire it and it collides with the black wall and makes the sound or whatever and 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 nothing special, except that you look like you're shooting a rock wall. I have a ring. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm I. There's no NPCs there, so if you're talking to me, you're talking to the the I'd world. Like, I have a ring. Something is happening to anything that goes in there. It's not going out the back way. I'm going to try it. I'm getting that gold back. <laughs> <laughs> I want to climb into the dragon's mouth. Okay. Um, when you climb into the dragon's mouth, you can see, I guess, roll a perception as you get in there. You're like Great carefully, like, you know, tiptoeing in there. You just like diving, diving in, sitting down. Perception. Huh? Perception. Yeah. Uh, 20. Thing. On the way in, yeah, you see, um, dang it, then that's high. Uh, on the way, you jump in and are all around the teeth, you see a lot of blood and like you can see some viscera on the inside. Um, when you look at the ceiling, you can see that like it looks like dead bodies have been pressed by the roof of this thing. And on the bottom where the tongue and stuff is, you can see the leavings of like corpses and there's a few little pieces of bone and stuff in there as well as you land on the tongue. I want to try and move to the back before it closes, like to get out of the way of the teeth and such. Okay, gotcha. So you move backwards, and there still looks to be, as you move back, there still looks to be almost like, um, imagine if you were going to make something to where it looked like it chewed it up, but you wanted to make sure that there, there wasn't an opening in the roof of the mouth. It looks like there's like even a press that presses anything that's in this mouth. Um, and it doesn't look to you with that perception roll, it doesn't look to you that there's a space that if this thing does what it did to that corpse or what it, 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 to your investigation it looks like it might crush you as it's crashing, or not crashing but it slowly begins to come down the two of you are watching Balin who are inside uh, this mouth uh, slowly close can I can I quickly as it because it's coming down kind of slow right? yeah can I toss him the end of my 50 foot of rope just to hang on, you know? Hey, hey, hang on, hang on to that. Sure. I'm just going to say this uh, while I can, Balin and Harold. This is a bad idea. I agree. No, 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 it'll all be fine. Yeah, just hold on to that rope. It'll all be good, kind of, I think. Okay. But won't you, won't you just, just like no, snap? No, just, just let him, just let him do it. So as the <laughs> mouth begins to close, slowly, slowly, ever slowly... Uh, once it gets to a certain point, everything goes black for you. You two can't see on the inside of the mouth. There's a magical darkness that's inside of it. Uh, and Balin, unless you, I don't know if you have anything to combat that, but you you can't see anything on the I inside. I have dark vision, unless it's 
Oh, you magical darkness. Yeah, it's like a, a, an arcane darkness. Um, so it begins to close, and you can feel um, it's coming down, and eventually you can feel the top of it touch your head as it's getting closer and closer. Oh, no. And as soon, <laughs> and as, soon as you feel the pressure, um, it says... <clears throat> Uh, you hear a magical, uh, like a, a voice come into your mind. Um, you hear, ah, your greatest treasure. And then uh, the floor drops out from under you. And no, you, ma'am, you, you took my greatest treasure. <laughs> <laughs> your floor, the floor drops out from under you. You smack into a stone, like a stone ramp. Um, and uh, I guess this would be a surprise, so roll a um, constitution, I guess, to remain... Firm on your grip on the uh, this rope. So, outside the mouth is closed. Mm -hmm. Balin has disappeared, and the rope is getting like almost sucked up like spaghetti in this thing. Oh, Harold and Balin. I feel like I probably would have let go of the rope. You would have. I mean, what did you roll? If it dropped out from, well, yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, I rolled a thirteen. A thirteen. We'll say that you. We'll say you held on to the rope. We'll do another roll to see, you know, what happens with it as the rope begins to... Yeah, so the mouth doesn't cl close quite enough with the teeth to snap the rope. But the rope now, as uh, Balin has hit this stone ramp and is sliding, careening down a dark stone ramp, sliding down, 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 down to Goblin Town. Right. <laughs> I told you this was a bad the, idea. The rope is like, is almost smoking, passing through the gap in these teeth. Like it's, it's tattering. It's, 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 it's getting ripped up through there. Uh, it's not um, compromising its integrity, but it's getting ripped up and you can almost, you can start can to I, smell the rope burning. Can I roll a, a strength to like, try to like, hold on, like stop this rope? It's 50 feet, so. Yeah, sure. Okay. It's, a, it's a long rope, so Balin, you're sliding down this dark pathway. You're holding on to the rope, uh, and Harold tries. Are you grabbing at the end, or are you trying to, like... I'm holding on to the other end, and he's holding on to the other end. So okay, I'm just, so... Like, I'm, I'm hanging on. So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm asking, is there a lot of slack between you and the... and um, Depends on how Balin. far we, we were away from the mouth of it. Okay. I'm just, I guess in my head I'm trying to picture, is there like a coil of rope between you and the mouth that's being like unspun as you're yeah. holding the end of it? That's kind of how I'm, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So you're holding on, waiting for the snap, essentially. Right. Um, so roll, yeah, roll a strength. How heavy are you, Balin? <clears throat> um, Any no. idea? A gnome, you're so, not very heavy. No, okay, so roll, a, roll a strength, 50, 50, uh, strength check for me. Strength check, 16. Okay, so yeah, the, uh, the rope eventually snaps. Like snaps tight, doesn't snap. Okay. Yeah, the rope eventually snaps, um, and it snaps tight, and you you're pulled towards the um, towards the mouth of the the dragon, but you're able to hold on to it and keep it. Balin, you're just in a pitch black stone tube, or a stone like square stone ramp heading downward into this whatever it is. Um, what did I call it? It was the blood temple or the blood jewels, the secret blood. Yeah. The entry to the Blood Jewel Temple. And I'm just standing there watching. <laughs> yeah, Orin's just standing there watching. I told um, you this was a bad idea. Well, you know, the good news is, you know, he's 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 still in there somewhere because, I mean, seems like he fell down. Otherwise, this, this rope wouldn't have gone anywhere. And um, it, yeah. I have a, like, it's a racial ability as a gnome, but I'm not a regular gnome. I'm, I'm like a, Advanced I think it's some kind of dragon mark or something like mm. that. Um, I have the mark of scribing, and it gives me the use of the message cantrip. So, 
I'm going to use uh, I can use the spell through solid objects if I'm familiar with the target and know it is beyond the barrier. So to use the spell, I point towards a creature within range and whisper a message. Okay. The target hears the message and can reply in a whisper that only I can hear. So I will point towards the mouth of the thing that I just fell down from, and I will whisper, follow me. Do to, I hear that? To Harold. Yeah, so he would hear it? Yes. Yeah. If he is within 120 feet. <laughs> We've been around for a while. I know you can do this. I assume so. Okay. Then I know you can do that. But I'm also wondering, how am I supposed to follow you? As you're having Excuse me, this, a whisper. How am I supposed to follow you? As you're having this conversation and as you hear him say that, you're holding the rope. The mouth of the dragon begins to open, and as soon as it does, uh, Harold and Balin both feel a surprising uh, looseness to your rope. Uh, Harold, you f- fall backwards pulling on your rope because it's been snapped. Uh, and you fall backwards with the end of your rope being get ripped out of the mouth of the dragon, and then Balin, you begin to slide down the ramp again. Uh, you want to do yours first? Do what? Uh, We're in I'm, two different places. Yeah, I'm gonna try messaging you again. As you're f- f- sliding. Yeah, before I get too far away. <laughs> the message is ah, <laughs> just. Climb into the dragon's mouth. Well, then who's going to be holding y'all two? I ain't. Well, nobody's holding me, and I seem to be alive still. I'm going to message back. You crazy. Does he hear me? Yeah, he hears you. Okay. You're crazy. But okay. <laughs> Both of y'all are if y'all are doing this. Okay. Hey, uh, Oren? Yes. I don't know, we, we go way back, buddy. We go way back, back 10 minutes or so. You trust me, right? No. All right, good, good, good. All right. So, you know. Oh, you didn't hear that message, so you don't know I that. that. I, okay. Yeah, we got to, we got to, we got to, we got to climb into the dragon's mouth and somehow not get eaten or crushed or something. And No, how about this, Harold? I stay here protecting the pig while you go in. Come on, is is, is every, oh, everybody yeah. all at once? Come on. I wanna I wanna send him before I get too far away. I wanna message my pig to follow me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So is that what you guys are gonna do? Yeah. Cranston, get your lazy butt moving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Little so the curly tail just goes. So he gets the message, and while you're having that discussion, the pig hops into the mouth of the dragon after it opens oh. up again. And it begins to move once more as you guys are finishing up your conversation. Hey, oh, Orin, come on. Follow, follow the pig. Follow the pig. I'm, I'm just going to say this. This is a bad idea, but I'm going. It's a bad idea, but follow the pig. <laughs> okay, so you guys the hop into the mouth knows. of the dragon. The very same thing happens again. The, the, dra- the You notice that if this thing works the way it looks like it's going to work, you're going to be crushed to death. Uh, it begins to go down slowly and slowly and slow, uh, slow, 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 slow. It goes down, 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 down. Uh, and eventually you feel some pressure on your head, Harold. Uh, and it's, like, try to lay hold it up. And as soon as you, as soon as you feel that pressure, uh, the floor drops out from underneath you as the mouth closes completely. Uh, and you are sliding down a slick, slippery, nasty, I guess I should also mention the smell of this dark, this dark place is very irony, very, very blood-like. 
uh, very slippery. I just as, noticed. As the floor is slipping out, I, I would imagine that Harold probably lets loose with the least manly scream possible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you hit the ramp and you're sliding down, uh, and you guys are sliding for just the same amount of time as Balin. Also, oh. you are sliding with a metal pig, and it is a horrible nails on chalkboard <laughs> all the way down. Seen from a distance, there's just a trail of sparks. <laughs> it's like hundreds of feet down, by the way. Okay, cool. Sorry, I realized I needed to buy um, multiple another ticket because uh, we're we're going to see the I'm going to see the Star Wars film. Everybody else has seen it. I'm going right. to see the Star Wars, new Star Wars movie. Uh, this afternoon, and uh, Lizzie's dad likes to watch the Star Wars with her, so he's going to join us. And I didn't buy him a ticket, but then you have to pick your seats, so I had to buy him a ticket as well. There you so go. We'll and be doing pay the convenience fee again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good old convenience. Anyway, you guys are sliding down the thing. Balin, you reach the bottom first, uh, and you are shot out of the wall of some dark, really pitch dark room. Uh, like a piece of magical gum out dark. of a gumball machine. Not magical dark. This is just regular dark that I you can, can experience. See. We um, have nowhere to go back out. You haven't. You're still in the tube. Yeah, hold on. You're not out yet. You're you're sliding. You're oh. above. You're sliding with Harold. Balin was sliding for a while longer. I know. But once we go in, we can't go back. We don't know that. It seems that way. Let Keith explain. There's no stairs. Uh, anyway, you're sliding down the thing. You plop out and you hit the floor. You drop about 15 feet, not 15, maybe like 10 feet to the floor, slamming your booty on the ground. Boy. Um, <laughs> Oh, and once you hit it, 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 there is a deafening silence in this room. Are all uh, of us done? Not yet. Right. Uh, the smell is overwhelming of death and rot, uh, and the smell of just the irony smell that blood has. You can almost taste it. Uh, you can taste the way blood tastes almost in your mouth. It is a nasty place you've fallen into. Uh, the walls are stone. You're looking in dimly lit light. Uh, and it seems that you have landed on a kind of a concave floor. It's not quite as slanted as the ramp you slid down, but the floor seemed almost bowl-like where you've landed. This is a dark, dark hole. Yep. I see nothing. And as you slide, as you you're, hit the... You're not in here yet. Oh, I thought you said we plopped out. No, not so. yet. Sorry. You plopped out, Balin. As you're taking all this in, the other three of you... You hear, <laughs> as the pig hits the ground, and then Oren and Harold both slam into the floor as well. Right this is you. painful, guys. Mm. Getting up, I'm like stretching out my back and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, tell me about it. Let's, uh, let's not do that again anytime soon. Hopefully we don't have to ride that, uh, that ride going back up. Cranston, you seem pretty well polished. Yeah. <laughs> it's like glowing from heat a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Balin, is that you? Yes, I'm here. It's dark in here. Can you see anything? I I can. It's part of my natural abilities. Can you? No. How am I looking? Uh, you're covered in blood. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> can Oren, can you see in darkness? He can. I can use light. You have dark vision, oh. but you might want to use light for your <coughs> friend, uh, Harold. Yeah. I'm going to use light so everybody can see, okay. including him. All right. How do you use light? You cast it on something, and it yeah. glows with the brightness of a torch with okay. no heat. Yeah. So what do you want to, you want to, like, put it on the back of Harold's head? Or do you want to <laughs> attach it to the pig? Yeah, I'm going to attach it to the pig. Okay, so you cast pig light. pig. <laughs> you cast light on Cranston. Pig low. <laughs> All right, Harold, can you see him now? Can you see the pig? So, yeah, the room is that illuminated. It's a luminous 
pig right there. So you and know. it is a beautiful, beautiful sight. That's a tavern name. Yeah. <laughs> the luminous pig. The luminous iron pig. Um, so the pig, the luminous pig shows the light of a torch, which lights the room barely enough so that you can see that lining the walls of this round room that you're in uh, are torches on the walls. Um, and so to describe... Uh, so did we fall out of the ceiling in this room? or like You like fell out of the wall. Okay. You want yeah. a perception roll? Yeah, roll a perception for me. Let's look around and see some things. I rolled a 22 to find a gold bar. I want to look at stuff. I got a 21. I got a 10. Okay. Um, this is, yeah, so the... 10 plus 2. You got 12. I got 12. You guys take in this room. You can pretty much see everything. So Balin, you do not see your gold bar. But you do see uh, what looks to be the uh, trail of something sliding down uh, the concave bowl almost that you're sitting in. This room to be looks to be perfectly round, about 60 feet across. Uh, on about five feet wide around the edge seems to be almost like a walkway. And then the inside of that is a, a, a bowl, a bowl where you all are sitting. So you came out of the bottom of this room, out of the wall, and landed in the bowl. Um, a picture, I guess. So I'm going to draw a circle. Then I'm going to draw a circle on the inside of that. So I, is everybody following me when I say you're sitting in a bowl? Yep. Then above you, kind of on the edge of that bowl, is a five-foot wide kind of sidewalk around it. Yep. Um, directly Swimming ahead of you. Swimming pool with a deck. Yeah, kind of. Um, directly ahead of you is a door that looks to lead out of this room. To your the right of this room, there seems to be a door that leads out. And to the left, there seems to be a door that leads out. At the bottom of the bowl you're sitting in uh, is looks to be about a... a two and a half, three foot wide hole in the very bottom. Uh, this whole bowl is covered in caked blood. There is blood everywhere. There are bone fragments everywhere. It's not smooth. It is one of the nastier things you've ever seen. It stinks. It's horrible. And then it, when you look up at the ceiling, there seems to be a convex uh, partner to this bowl. Uh, it's, where your bowl is obviously convex, this is a or concave. This ceiling is convex. What about in the middle of the convex? There is a hole up there as well. Right. <clears throat> hey, fellas. And um, there's torches. Excuse me. There's unlit torches lying the wall. Hey, fellas, you, um, anybody familiar with like a great press or this doesn't look like a great place to be in. Good. I, I don't, I don't much like being in this bowl. I'm, Look, there's a door over here. There's a there's an opening in the wall. Let's, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can go this way. I don't like this. So with the ceiling as well, I should mention that it looks, it, based on what you're intuiting from this, it looks as though the convex thing only applies to the bowl. It doesn't look like if that were to drop, it would land on the sidewalk. The sidewalk seems to be a safe place to be as well in this room if anything were to move. Cool. Dang, I can't believe if I didn't escape, I would look like this. Big old bowl. No, blood. Like people that died in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man's got a point. Man's got a point. Um, Balance, you see with your natural 20, you see where it looks like your gold bar might have hit the... It, it was a unnatural 22. Or either way, sorry. With your natural 20, un, unnatural 22, blah, 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 blah. It's like, it looks it's like you, you see the trail of your gold bar where it had maybe slid down and possibly into that hole at the bottom. Uh... Fellas, mm. I see a distinctly gold bar-shaped trail in the blood towards the bottom of that bowl. 
Uh, Balin, it may not, it may not be worth it. It ain't, it ain't Old boy's worth back. a lot. <laughs> All right, you got a point. All right, let's you go. You want to reach down in the hole? You have your rope still. I guess the other. I half got of two pieces down. of rope. Yeah. You got the other half of the rope. I got twenty-five feet on. Okay. Tie them back together. <laughs> I can do it. I'm the lightest. No, you're not. I'm a gnome. I'm like oh. three feet tall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Somebody lower me down. All right. We're going spelunking. <laughs> Is the hole large enough for a? Yes, yeah, about a baby? two and a half, three feet wide. Alright, I'll take the other end of the rope. I'll lure, I'll lure you, but listen, we can't be taking too long with this. This is a creepy room here. I yeah, I don't feel so good. Alright, so the rope, the rope is just nasty wet with with, uh, is there any, with blood. You said there's like a bone fragment or something? There's bone fragments everywhere. Okay. But they're very small. I don't know if there's a whatever you're trying to do, but um, try it. Crunchy. I have... Uh, magic infusion thing I can infuse things to emit light mm-hmm. or emit smell or sound okay. or sensory type stuff I'm gonna infuse the you really want that rope to smell like banana nut bread it does not <laughs> that <laughs> would <laughs> greatly enhance this situation sadly we can't do that Uh, in D and D, like you can make a killing making those little pine tree air fresheners. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just as an action, give it one of the following magical properties: uh, the object sheds bright light in a five foot radius and dim light for another five feet. Okay. So I will pick up a bone fragment and I will imbue it with light. Okay. Cool. How you come everybody <laughs> glows but me? Yeah. The light appears and the room is even brighter now. Um, you can again see those unlit torches on the walls and you can see kind of all the way from one side to the other now, Harold. Uh, and you're going to... What are you going to do with that bone fragment? I'm going to uh, approach the edge of the bowl. All right. Or the middle of the hole. Now that you guys are like standing up and moving around, I'm going to need an athletics check. Woo! All right. Um, did did you all climb up to the rim? Are I don't think on... anybody's actually moved yet. Yeah, that's that's what uh, I said. Okay. Hey, I kind of want to do this. But right. then you were like, oh, wait a minute. All right. We'll hold go back in character. The bone hold. Uh, Harold, why don't you stand on the rim and lower me down to the edge of the hole, and I will look down and see if it's even worth going in. Yeah, how big, how wide is the bowl? 60 feet. The room is 60 feet, so you lose 5 feet with the sidewalk on either side, so it's 50 feet from edge of bowl to edge of, edge of bowl. Okay. 25 feet to the hole. So once you get to the hole, you still got 25 feet. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, I'm down with that. I'm assuming y'all are tying the rope back together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we already said we tied it back Okay, together, cool, cool. So. All right, so... Athletic check? Yeah. I'm, I'm, you moving I'm gonna, to the edge? Yeah, because I already right. said I want to move towards that door. I'm going to need that athletics check. <clears throat> mine's, a n- mine's a 22. Okay. 21. You both make it unscathedly. 11. You both make it unscathed. Uh, you are able. It's slippery. That's why I'm doing the athletic check. Very slippery. Uh, that you're climbing up. Uh, but you both, Oren and Harold, both make it up to the kind of sidewalk around the edge. Uh, Balin, on the other hand, whenever he tries to stand and move around, he slips 
uh, and begins sliding towards the hole, but I'm assuming you are holding on to the rope. I am. Okay, so you slip and are sliding towards the, the hole. I need a dexterity roll real quick to keep you from actually falling in that bad boy. That is a 15. Okay, so... I could see, like, just sliding down, like, just standing on two legs, just... <laughs> oh, <laughs> just sliding the whole Shall way. I roll for the pig? Uh, yeah, wherever the pig's going. Oh, I didn't know the like pig was going, too. Like, you're one of those airport, like, moving walkways. Okay, roll for the pig. Uh, athletics. That's strength? Yeah. That is a 13. The pig is not going to make it. He is going to try to go up there, but his little iron feet so start slipping, and he begins no. to careen. He begins to careen towards the hole. He's circling the drain. So yeah. am I the only one that's just up there? No, not Harold's up there too. Um, so he's careening towards the hole. Roll a dexterity check, or where, however, if if he wants to save himself, roll dexterity, or if you want to reach over and try to do something with him. But his dexterity is a five, so I'm gonna have to probably try and grab him <laughs> okay so he fills his dexterity check yeah okay so he is sliding toward he is on his side there's no way this warthog is catching himself which i know we instantly went from warthog straight to pig <laughs> yeah. but uh there's no way he's catching himself so whatever you want to do uh, you have a short amount of time to try to keep him from falling in all right i'm gonna try and grab him okay like, by, by a hoof you're gonna have to roll strength with disadvantage because right. he's slippery and he's back to. So that's a. Wait. Oh, my strength? We just lost our main that's source of light. Okay. You can cast it anytime. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is actually not going to be enough to grab him. He's super slippery, and he's headed oh, no. straight for that hole. Uh, and so he, you try to grab onto his hoof and you get a hand on there but you're a small gnome and you're trying to hold on to your own rope and uh, whether it's your survival instinct or whatever it is it just you you won't let go of the rope before you let go of the pig and you're just unable to keep, get a hand on him and the pig slips out of your bloody Christ hand <laughs> and he goes into the hole and you hear him you hear him slide and hit the side of the hole tunk, and then you hear him drop and you hear a but a very quick whoop right before you hear conk as he just like slams into something at the bottom of this hole. So visually, like he's and he just like slides down into this thing and there's the hole in the middle. Yeah. And he's emitting bright light. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a flashlight just pointing straight up. Yes, exactly that. Um he's laying on top of the light, so you see a silhouette of a pig that <laughs> <bat> signal. <laughs> uh, and you hear <laughs> he's barely, I don't know how big he is, but he's barely wide, barely thin enough to fit. Yeah, he, he's like I don't know. Ooh, I could have chosen like you said he was the size of you. I could have chosen several different animals, and cougar was like the largest of them. So yeah. I guess he's an equivalently sized warthog. Yeah. He clunks down in this hole. It didn't sound like he fell too terribly far though. So, um. You you were slipping and falling, but you dexterity you caught your footing before you made it to the edge. So you're like right there at the edge of this hole now, seeing the light shoot out. Harold, it doesn't seem that he fell too far. I'm going to continue down the rope and see if I can get my go uh, my pig back. You were about to say are, gold, weren't you? Either the pig or the gold. Well, you know, the pig's been a friend for years, but so is the gold. <laughs> Okay. Right, well, yeah, at least you can see now, you know. All right, I'm gonna Harold. I'm gonna ask you to roll a strength check. 
Uh, and I'm gonna ask Boris B- Balin to roll a strength check as well. Mm. Am I just standing in there? Oh boy, yep. that is a seven. Wow, <laughs> you both did very poorly on that. I got a five. <laughs> Should I just grab the rope and slick. help y'all? Oh, the yeah, rope so, is slick. So, um, that's the thing. If you would like to help Harold, you can do that I'm and give him advantage Harold. on it. That's All not right. going to do much for mine. 22. Sorry, so if you help him, he just gets to roll again. Oh, okay. So he rolls again, and so Oren runs over there and he says, oh, let me help. And then, you know, he grabs onto your rope as well as it's slipping out of your hand, and he helps you to lock it in. And so your end of the rope isn't going anywhere. But old old Balin didn't have the grip to catch his pig. Didn't have the grip to catch his pig, nor did he have the grip to catch him his self. (laughs) So he falls into the hole. But whenever you go into the hole, you fall maybe three feet and then land on uh, Cranston's back. And you you hit him and you go. He hit him. <laughs> so, oh yes, I missed you too, Cranston. And he, to the best of his ability, upside down tries to nuzzle you. Uh, but you, the light that they were emitting is now almost covered up. You see a few pieces pieces of it coming down. Uh, but you can hear the snorting and you can hear their conversation. I'm okay. How's the gold? Cranston, do you smell gold in here, boy? <laughs> he gives you the affirmative honk. <laughs> we'll find it. Come we'll on down. Find it quick. This place is creeping me out. Um, oh, wait. Yeah, the rope is hanging down. I can get back out of here. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, as you uh, fell down, when you, felt, when you first hit it, you didn't feel it at first, but now you do feel it. You're going down a little bit. You're moving a little bit, like very almost imperceptibly, but you can hear a little creak as your elevation begins to decrease. I think I'm on a platform of some kind. Herald. It seems to be slowly lowering. My... Herald, I can use my feather fall and just jump down and see if it... and help him. Do you want me to do that, or do I need to help you? Uh, Balin, but before we start to bailing you out um is there room in there for for one for one more guest there's room for all of us but i think i can get out on my own all right i'm not going in then it's only like two and a half three feet wide Uh, it's like like a manhole so like yeah oh so it was like a little okay I was picturing like once you go through the hole, it opens up and. Oh no no! It's, it's sorry. It stays the same. It stays the same all the way down. Never mind. I lied. I <laughs> thought that was pretty funny, but no, there's not enough room for anybody else but me and the pig and my gold. <laughs> this is like this is like um, this is like Grinch going down the chimney. Yeah, he's like a little bit sideways. That kind yeah of... yeah yeah, kind of like that. Sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't explain that properly. I would like to search for my gold. Okay. That is a 20, not natural Okay, you look down, and you can see uh, Cranston's light reflecting down there. uh, And you can see that you're standing, or he's being held up by a grate that's in the bottom of this hole. Beneath it, you can see his light shining down in this big, kind of more open area. And underneath it, you can see a very thick liquid kind of moving a little bit. Not swirling, not bubbling, but it's moving a bit. And that liquid is very crimson colored. Um, but on the grate, you can see teetering, almost 
teetering on two of the greats at your bar of gold. And there's actually um, a gold pocket watch that's hanging on a piece of bone that's sticking on this um, thing as well. Craigston, hold very, very still. Uh, what dexterity to try and... Yeah, let's do a dex roll and see if you can reach beyond Cranston to try to... Because you're like on top of Cranston at this point. Is he facing it? I would say he went down backwards. So he's kind of like... You're like almost standing on his face a little bit. Like uh-huh. <laughs> He's totally cool with that. Let's see. Like I'm picturing you. I'm picturing you're in there. Th- so imagine I a, a, a imagine. Oh, we'll deal with that. Imagine a pig like s- sitting on his butt with his two his four <laughs> legs straight out. I picture like you slid between his legs and you're standing on his back legs and like almost and you're like almost face level <laughs> with the pig. So you gotta like reach down. So you reach down and what'd you roll? One Cranston. Oh boy. <laughs> hey guys, I found the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so you're grabbing the uh, you're, what are you grabbing first? I'm gonna grab him for the gold bar. Okay, so you try to reach the gold, and as as Cranston snorts to tell you that he's gonna stay still, he moves a little bit. You touch it, and the gold teeters and falls off, and you hear it like oh. you hear it like smack into the surface of this thick Ooh. liquid, and then slowly sink down. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> Uh, is the pocket watch still hanging yeah, on? Yeah, it's still hanging on. Balin, I, I just <laughs> heard a, that. I just heard a noise. What, what was that? Nothing. Just my soul leaving my body. <laughs> okay then. Yes. I got a nineteen plus one. You're able 20. to snag the pocket watch. You grab the gold. Uh, you stick your hand kind of through. All may the, not be lost. <laughs> you stick your hand through the chain and like wrap it around the way you would maybe like a rope or something and pull it up. Cranston here. Put it in his mouth. (laughs) 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 Okay, now, as you do that and you grab the pocket watch, you again hear a creak. And you can see the grate now, and you can see it. There's a hinge, and it creaks open a little bit. Uh, Time to move here, Cranston. Let's get up this rope. I'll climb up first and try and pull you up. (laughs) I want to tie the rope off to Cranston. Okay. Um, I got 25 feet of it to work with. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, gonna tie that off to him, and then I'm gonna use him as a bit of a stepping stool to climb up over the edge of the bowl. Okay. Over the edge of the hole. In roll the bowl. an athletics for me. Oh, you're killing me. That's a 18. You succeed. Hey. You climb up onto the edge of the hole. I. Um, Harold, I'm coming up. Can you try and pull Cranston out of the hole? Wait, I gotta pull Cranston. All right. All right, uh, Orin, can you give me a hand with this? I got this. Um, Cranston also has the help action. Can he like make himself lighter? I don't know. Like <laughs> he can try. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, he's Deploy already the thumb. So we'll give that. I guess Orin's already. Yeah, we'll give this two attempts. So we'll you get advantage if you fail both of these. You'll get one more. Okay. Is this Don't a strength check or an no. athletics check? We're going to call this a, just a strength. Okay. You're just trying to pull them up. 13. With advantage? With advantage, yeah. 22. 22 will do it. You're able to... With my help. <laughs> Reel in the pig. Yeah, and he pull, comes up onto the... I'm really so glad visually, he... like, there's a glowing pig <laughs> ascending out of the floor. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, and so he makes it onto. Ooh. I really wish he was a. Uh, an actual flesh pig. <laughs> Something like that makes me happier. Uh, but he's on the edge of the bowl. He's on the edge of the bowl now. You're both out of the hole. I should have stayed standing on him. So when he pulled him up, it would have been like a reverse of the Jack Sparrow on his sinking ship. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. Next. What next? That's you. Not uh, me. Y'all are on the edge of the bowl. We're, I, am, have I made it out of the bowl? Yeah, you made it Gosh, out. Guys, I think... And well, Cranston just did too. I think okay. we should just like walk where the torches are going. Just like follow the torches. Now, I'm I'm all for getting out of here, Oren, but first things first. Cranston felt a little light coming out of that hole. Where where's the where's that gold bar? Just just open the door. I did get this though, and I'm gonna reach into his mouth and pull out the pocket watch. Ying, <laughs> swing, sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> it doesn't tick. Oh. Then what's the whole it's use just, of it then? It's gold. Uh, yeah, and I'm an artificer. A little clockwork piece would probably be rather interesting to me. Does it have any unique markings or anything? Um, yeah. If you open it up, there's a picture of a a beautiful dwarven lady. Beautiful to some. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beers. <laughs> Alright, Cranston, back in storage. Alright, um we got look, I mean we we got our thing. Was there anything else at the bottom of that hole? Uh just appears to be a drainage grate and below is a writhing pool of viscera. Oh. Well if that's all. Alright. Well um alright. This place is really creeping me out. I, I just want to... I think we should go. I agree with him. Would you like one of the torches off the wall? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's more reliable than a glow pig. I can I can light that up, too. Can you? Torches yeah. don't walk away. Do you have something that does fire? Uh, no, I just, like, you know, light it up. Oh, uh, I Sorry, guess you lit. could put a light on it. Yeah. No, they're not lit. I don't think. Torches aren't lit? Torches, torches are unlit. Unlit. You could just put a glowing ball of light on it, yeah. All right, then... I'm gonna do that then. Does the fir- does the glow pig extinguish? Does the light extinguish from? Oh, uh, I don't. Can you cast it more than once? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, just cantrip. Let's let's assume that no. Okay, so so pig stops glowing and the torch begins to glow. Mm-hmm. All right. There are multiple about- torches, and does anybody want to investigate those torches at all? Um, I'll do it. I'm holding it. Why are you holding it? Why can't I hold it? Investigate or perception? Uh, I'm just assuming whenever you. Roll to see what you see when you pluck it off the wall. Okay. Ten. Whenever you pluck your torch off the wall, you see that on the back of your torch, it almost is like a like a pathway going up the back of it that looks as though it goes into the wall. You're suspicious that maybe these torches are connected in some way, could be connected in some way, that maybe if you lit one, more could let, be lit through that process. Hey, fellas, I'm suspicious that what he what he said. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm actually hold 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 off there, Oren. Let me see if I can actually light this. And I want to get out whatever tinder box I have or whatever. I want to see if I can light it up. Okay. Oh, so the torches ain't light up then. Roll survival to see if you can get a fire lit in this dank survival. That's a mighty four. You do not get a spark off of that bad. Then give me an it then. I think we need an actual fire there, Oren. Uh, that is a motorcycle. I'll give it a shot. I have a cantrip. Um, Maybe I use this might... water skin on it. 
<laughs> maybe people might be listening and be like, why is he making them do a survival check for lighting up? I just I feel like you're all kind of soaked in viscera at this point. Well, Everything and then too, like to you know, I don't have a magical way to light a fire, so but I do have a tinderbox. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can always try again. I guess a tinderbox is magic in that way. The old flint. You can try. Oil. Yeah, you could you could you could try it again if you're. Or we'll wait on Balin to try something. My tinderbox has a magnifying um, lens in it. Hmm. Not gonna work. Not in here. No. no. I can do firebolt or create bonfire. <laughs> Both single. <laughs> <laughs> It work? <laughs> hey, you made the ball. Before you start casting spells or anything, let me just let me try one more time. I mean, we we might need your we might need your your mojo there later. So it's I, I can do it as many times as necessary. Well, then just let me get out of the way first. Okay. Yeah. I'm going with you. I get <laughs> way behind you. All right, I'm gonna go for a quick little tiny firebolt. Okay. Like pea-sized. The whole dungeon explodes. <laughs> it was full of methane. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. <laughs> no, you light the torch on fire. Tune in next week. So you light the torch on fire, and the torch that you light, we'll say you're at, you're at the back of the room where you came in, uh, and the torches do. You can see the tr- the fire travel down and into the wall, and then the torches around light up, and they they light these this room. Um, it's dimly, this dimly lit still. It's not a, a extremely bright light. There are not a ton of torches in this large room, but it is torch light that allows you to see. Um, <laughs> I got it started for you. I appreciate that. And now, after lighting those, you can see some light coming out from under the doors uh, that you see on the other sides of the room. Mr. DM, can yep. I do a perception? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do one in perception. In here? Can I do it? Well, it's, everything's dimly lit now. So. Yeah, right. Oh. Uh, ten. So the description that I made to Balin, who had the really high perception earlier, and I described kind of that full room with the bone shards and okay. the blood and all that stuff, pretty much the same thing. You don't yeah. really see anything extra. Got my bearings. But you can definitely, I mean, your, your intuition is correct. This looks like a big fat press. Okay. For people or ammo, or gold, or gold, <laughs> accidentally. Hmm. So doors, doors. You say opening. Yeah, there's Hole a door. Room? So if you're on, if the room is a compass, you guys are at the south. There's a door at north, east, and west. Okay. I think we should go, guys. Yeah, but uh, we got four doors, and there's three and a half or of just us. Three, just three doors. The one you came in was like a hole in the wall way above. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, think, I think we should split. So northeast-west. That is never, ever a good idea, Gordon, <laughs> but I like your spirit. <laughs> Both of y'all did it, so. And it went out great. Yeah. So which way do y'all want to go? So, I don't know. Coin Middle. toss? All right. Let's get a three-sided <laughs> coin. <laughs> D6. If it's 1 and 2, we go left. If it's 3 and 4, we go straight. If it's 5 and 6, we go right. Okay, okay fair enough. It's 2. We go left. Okay. All right, let's go. You've chosen. Our finely honed instincts are telling us to go this way. Okay, so you. Points. <laughs> so you creep through it's this like door. Point. You open a, a wooden door down there. And it leads to a corridor that makes a right angle. So you travel into this corridor. There's one torch in there that's flickering dimly. Uh, and you travel just a few feet, then you turn right, and then you... Ah, that's uh, why it's a right angle. ...go through an opening, uh, revealing a large room that you see choice. has been lit by these torches. A few torches have fallen off the wall. There's a few dark spots towards the other end of the room. But on this side of the room, it's fairly well lit. Hey, fellas, um... I, you call me paranoid, but you know if we lit these 
torches for us. If there's anybody else down here, wouldn't they wouldn't they know that somebody lit these torches by now? Oh, I know what I can do. Before we go in, I can just use my alarm, so if anybody goes in, I will know. I think that would only be good for people coming behind us. Yeah, it's like a tripwire kind of thing. Good thinking. Good thinking. Okay. Uh, Yes, that is a valid concern, but there's nothing we can do about it now. We will just have to be vigilant. Um, Fair point. Fair point. So the, some big items you see in this room without any sort of rolls uh, in the lit, lit areas. Ooh, a little snarky, Keith. Huh? No, that's not what I was trying <laughs> to say. Without any roll. No, sorry. Just, you know, without having to really look for anything, what you see to your right on the way in, this room is rather long. A long, fairly wide room. Uh, and to your right are just some very large metal barrels. Um, the smell of rot is just overwhelming in this room. Um, and the, the, the room is a stone room, and it's, again, it's like, just imagine leaving blood anywhere and letting it stay there. It just smells horrible. Are the barrels, like, open? Uh, they are sitting up on, um, wooden stands, and they are, like, if, if you see a 50-gallon drum, these are, like, 500-gallon. They're just huge metal, metal barrels. Um, really vats would I guess would be a better word um, pic- picture a shorter stubbier version of what they brew like like beer breweries or whatever you see those big tall standing things almost like half a silo did it have a cone bottom on it? Uh, it does not have a cone bottom it has a flat bottom All right. mm-hmm. and it does not well, now we're in roll territory let's roll some investigation or perception or something I'll percept that 14 15 4 4, <laughs> Four plus is- Four, right, plus four plus two is six. Great. Okay, so Oren is what barrel for his <laughs> for his calm facade. He's a little bit frightened down here. We'll say he's hard hard to focus. Uh, the other two of you see like these don't look to be any like they they just look to be almost transport barrels that are sitting on these things. Um, maybe they're uh, something that they move liquid in. Uh, but it's not like there's no spouts on these barrels. There's nothing like that. They just seem to be in this room, maybe even for storage. Are they filled? Oh, yeah. You go up to an, and kind of knock on one, and it feels like it is rather pulled. They've all got McDonald's distribution <laughs> yeah. written on the side. <laughs> Chimkin nuggets. Right. Guys, I'm just going to say this. We can't do like too much toughness and thing because we still had that battle from the five things that was still pretty badly injured. I think okay. I think I might have been the only one. Nope, you got hurt a little bit too. Yeah, I got stabbed by in the back. Yeah, I'm about halfway down. Harold's not feeling so hot either. That's, that's a good point. Uh, that's a good point. Um, as cozy a place as this seems to take a small rest, uh, maybe we should see what else is around. I, this whole place gives me the creeps. I, don't know. I agree let's, with Harold. Let's see what's at the end of this hall, shall we? Shall the room we? that you're in? Yeah, yes, in a room? yeah it's like, like a it was long... a big long room, so it's a little bit it's a little bit too wide to be a hall. I guess it is a hall. I'm um, leading the way. Your perception check as well as you pass by this darker area on the left, you can see like kind of a big archway that would be big enough for say multiple people or a vehicle or something to travel to, except all you can see of it is an arch because it's full of rubble. 
it is like completely closed off. Uh, whether it's done that on purpose or whether this is just some kind of strange happening that you know this place is really old, uh, you're not sure of. But that 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 hole is definitely filled as the room continues forward. Roll a perception check for me. Sixteen. Sixteen. No, wait, no, not sixteen. Thirteen. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, Oren, you hear it. No one else does. Wow. You hear the sound of something large making the following noise. As if sliding across the floor. Guys, I don't feel it. Do y'all hear it? I don't feel so good about this. Hear what? I don't, I don't hear anything. Something's coming. I'm scared. How do you oh, know? But what does it sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Now that you mention it, <laughs> do you know what direction it's coming from? Forward. Yeah, uh, yeah, ahead of you. As you point, as he points it out, you, the rest of you, begin to hear the. You hear it? I, I'm looking around. I'm looking to Cranston. <laughs> what is that? Is this a Cranston noise? Y'all hear it? Should we perhaps try a different door? Uh, we shouldn't go into uh, combat yet. Yeah, I, I, let's maybe let's maybe try that other door back there. We had got a couple more choices. Yeah. Secret door number two. Secret door number two. Yeah. You guys turn around and leave this room, I guess. I'm leading the way. Right, back to the bowl. Do you? Cro- I assume you go on the sidewalk and not through the bowl again. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> okay. So where are you headed now? North. To, yeah, north. North. The northern door. Okay. Uh, so you open that door. This room is much more well lit. Some of your torches have, have passed through uh, this hallway. They're going down each side. The door, torches are a little more dense down this way. Uh, and this is just a, a narrow hallway that seems to pass through, um, pass beyond this room that's on your left. Down towards the end of it, you can see a door that goes maybe towards that room that was on your left. It looks like maybe a passageway to where you would get into the other end of that room. Uh, and on your right, you can see a door opposite that that uh, looks like maybe there's a room that's similar, uh, at least in length, on the side to your right as well. Do we need a perception check to see if there's anything else in here, or is that pretty much it? Um, you can do it. All right. Four. Might as well. All right, six. Eleven. Nothing special. This is just kind of a stone hallway. There's, of course, there's more blood stains and stuff everywhere. Um... We missed the 20 assassins hanging off the ceiling. Though. Yeah, I guess, Oren, <laughs> it would be important to mention to you that earlier when you heard that noise and you had that perception check, you also were the one to notice on the ground these big, wide, slidey blood stains. They're like underneath, like down in the light, you could almost see them flickering. They're just these long, wide, looks like something was drugged, but whatever it was was bloody and long and wide. Fellas, it looks like and you don't see that in here. You don't see you guys don't. The floor in here is relatively clean. Fellas, it looks like if we go the left way, it'll lead us back towards the, the squishy noise. The death. To the right, then. Uh, say, let's maybe check out the right side. Yeah. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just I let's head just that do way. it. Okay. Orton, you seem like a sneaky fellow. You want to try and do it quietly? Make sure yeah. we don't disturb anything on the other side of this door. What? I 
kill Harold. <laughs> <laughs> Harold, shut up. 20. Harold is not a very 20. blunt object. No, wait, no, not 20. Yeah, it, it yeah is net 20. twenty is like automatic 30. wins. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you are, you are stealthy. You go into the other room. Um, we didn't even know. Want to roll a perception in there, Oren? Sure. This room is also fairly well lit. Uh, t- twenty. Not, Not natural. natural. Not natural. You see it all though. Uh, in this room on the right side, again, as you can see, it's a, the room of the same length as the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the right side, you see another ar- uh, another archway, but it's got rubble all in it. And there's no, there doesn't seem to be a place to go there. On down the right wall, though, that where there is no door, there's a lot of cages of all different sizes. Large, large cages, maybe for large animals. Cages that are people size. Cages that are small. Uh, rusty, nasty cages of every size. Uh, and then down the center of the room, maybe a little bit to the left, there are six. Uh, stone slabs that are not completely flat. They're like kind of like slant. They're slanted up, and on each of those slabs, you see leather straps where hands and feet would be kind of rotting away. Uh, and each of those slabs has uh, blood stains that run down from the top all the way to the bottom. And underneath each of those slabs, at the bottom of the uh, slant, there is a um, kind of a smaller version of that bowl you guys were in, just a, essentially a drain for the leavings to fall through uh, under each of these six chairs. And on the left wall, you can see there are just stacks of cutting and sawing implements. And blood. And yes, blood everywhere. Nasty. I'm sure Orin's fine in there. We shall see. What do I do now? Um... Is there any doors or anything? Like yeah, there's that door that we mentioned in the hallway. At the far end on the left, there's a door that seems to lead back into that hallway. All right, I'm going to go back to Harold and Balin and tell what you told me. Okay. Then go to the door that I just went. Okay, so the room that you're in, you're leaving it. You're going to uh-huh. tell them what you saw, uh-huh. and then you're coming back to this room? Yeah, and see what they think. Okay. Uh, I'll follow him back in. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. All right, you're in the room. Still with us? Yeah. Is he still glowing? No, he's not. (laughs) No more glow. Okay. I think. I don't think think we should have a glowing pig because there's a monster. He is. uh, You you he points out everything that he saw, so no rolls required. You saw the stuff that I just described. Cool. She said there's a door at the end of this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. I think we should go. Okay. But at least it's like so. Imagine. That your, that room you went on on the left, it goes up the way the hallway went to the north. This room also turns left and goes up that way. Right. So, essentially, they're both connected to that middle hallway. It seems. All right. So you what? guys are. Didn't we just come out of the middle hallway? To so yeah. So, the the two the three doors in the circular room. Yeah. The door on the top leads str- down a straight hallway. The door on the right, you go. Excuse me, go through a little passage and then make oh, a left. Oh, so there was more hallway that we didn't go down. Yeah, you didn't walk down to the end of it, no. Oh, I thought we were just in a room with a door on the left and a door on the right. That's what I thought. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. It continues beyond that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's my fault. Yeah, the hallway would would continued beyond. We turn around and find there's more. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just it's one of those things when you're thinking about it. I picture yeah. it in my head and I didn't. Right. Yeah, the hallway continues past those doors as well. Well, then we're already in this room. Let's go ahead to the end of it and turn left to get back into the main hallway again. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of following along. I'm, I'm feel. Oh, um, 
Yeah, Harold is feeling a little uh, like he wants to get out of here. So. Okay, so you pass through that door. Roll perception again for me. Perception. Fifteen. Six. Also 15. Eight. Okay. Orin this time doesn't notice it, but the two of you notice that same coming from that room, the the door directly across from you. So if you're coming out of the door of the room you're in, looking across that hallway that I misdescribed. So it's from the original location. Yeah, from the original. It's The sound is coming from that room again. Okay. And it sounds like it's getting a little bit closer to you. Fellas, anybody else hear the uh, squish again? I heard it this time. I don't hear it anymore. Let's... I mean, should we keep going or should we go back? I'm scared. I don't know, I don't know if we should... an option to go back. Yeah. Let's just push forward. Yeah. Yeah. Seems seems right. I mean, there's not a lot of out where we came from. So. But still, we should go and come back into the minimum. 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 Um, okay, so you guys kind of go out of that <laughs> go out of that door because we're still badly injured. Yes. You guys go out of that door and turn to the right. Uh, we fight small. And in doing so, uh, you go to go down that hallway. There's Is a good hallway always here. Yeah, there's a good amount of length left of that hallway, but you can see that it eventually opens up to a kind of large opening into maybe even another hallway going horizontal to it. But that's a good fifty to sixty feet off down this one. Uh, and as you travel a little bit. Behind you, you all hear the noise. It's unmistakable now. You hear. And you see a gelatinous blood cube squeeze through the door. Uh, on... It's the appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys turn around, and so now that door that was on your left when you came up was is now on your right, and the gelatinous blood cube squeezes through that door like a fat person into a skinny pant. <laughs> and then skinny pant. With some effort? Or? It splats against the other wall and then begins to move towards you. Um, the, I think we should retreat. I think we should move faster than we had previously moved. I can use the fog cloud to confuse him. I don't know if it has an eye. I don't think it does. You can try. I mean, it might have a couple of them in there. All right, let's try. This thing is about 10 feet wide and 10 feet tall. The hallway you're in is about 15 feet wide. So there's a little space on either side. And it is slurping towards you. Yeah, I'm using it now. All right. So there's more hallway behind us and this thing just came out. Yeah, so so from where you were, imagine the circle of the bowl. Mm. Let's imagine instead of going to the right room, you just travel down the hallway that's directly north of you. Um, you're do- going down that hallway. You made it past the two doors that we've mentioned in that hallway. The cube came out behind you. So now there is open hallway in front of you leading to an opening open door. And behind you there is gelatinous cube. I just I just used a fog cloud. Did that do anything? Uh, we need to roll initiative if you're going to do that. Oh, okay. You are in. You are within the sight and positioning of this cube. So do I need a roll? Well, we can retreat from combat, correct? Yes. You can try to run away from it, yeah. All right. And cool. if you get far enough away, we'll in combat. But you know, this thing seems to be after you. 
Gotcha. Am I will, mm. wait? Yes. Are you, you don't, yeah. Are we doing this, fellas? I got five. Are they not? Fall cloud just missed. Huh? It's no, you rolled an 11 yeah. earlier, yeah. and roll. you rolled that for initiative. Fog cloud just happened. You don't have to roll to yeah. get anything. Oh, you can't miss. It's still like mage hand. It just happened. Okay, what'd you all roll? I don't remember. 11? Yeah, 11 plus... 9? It's 13. Okay, so the cube is gonna, you know, he did a bad roll. So... Did we confuse him? Well, did I confuse him? Hold on, let me figure out what's going on. So yeah, Orin actually is going first. So you cast Fog Cloud. Mm -hmm. Is this a cantrip or a spell? A spell, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the first level spell. And it does what? Like uh, twenty foot radius, or maybe it's diameter. Just obscures things, really. Yeah. Josh, you've cast it many a time. Do you remember? I have. Let me dig up Arlo real quick and I'll tell you. Oh, man. I'll tell you good. Fog cloud. You create a 20-foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range. The sphere spreads around corners and, and areas, and its area is heavily obscured. Excuse me. Uh, it lasts for the duration or until a wind or moderate or greater speed, at least 10 miles per hour, dissipates it. So it's a uh, 120-foot range, lasts for an hour, takes up a 20-foot sphere. Okay, so you cast fog around the cube. Mm -hmm. There is now fog around the cube. It's a concentration, too, so I don't yeah. know if that counts. There you go. Well done, Orton. I don't know what it did. I don't we'll, know either. We'll now it's a dangerous enemy that we can't see. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I wanted to run away either way, so it doesn't really matter. That'll work. Well, it's just a cube, so it doesn't matter, right? Well, probably. If he if he can't see or if he can see, let's see if we can get away from him first. All right. So how do we run? Do Without we have to take two turns? legs. Yeah, you'd have to take your your turns in combat. So, John, you still have enough. You still have movement that you've not yet to use. You could you, you go thirty feet. You can begin running away if you yeah, wish. Yeah, I'm gonna or begin. Can he dash with a bonus action? He can. Okay, you can dash with a bonus action. You could go sixty feet instead of thirty if you'd like. Oh, right, I'm gonna use the dash and go. Okay, so John runs into the next room, sprinting, or runs toward the next room. Right, he's right at the edge of the doorway at this point. Okay, Orin runs. You, or in cast fog cloud and sprints away from you. That's it is turn. now or ah, uh, Harold's turn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was Balin's turn. No. Harold's turn. Hey, or Orin, get back here! Wait, 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 wait! And I, I dash after him. I use my actions as dash. Okay. So you run up right behind him. Yep. And now it is uh, Balin's turn. All right, come on, Cranston, we gotta go. <laughs> and I'm uh, dash after them. You end up 10 feet behind them because you have 25 movements at 30, right? Yeah. And, and then I will use my bonus action to use the dash action on the pig. How much movement does he have? Uh, Probably 30, I, right? He's piggy. I don't think it says. I could see Cranston getting to like 30 and like slowing down to stop, and then dash kicks in. He just picks right back up and keeps <laughs> going. Yeah, it doesn't say. Okay. Uh, I'll assume. I'm, I'm going to call it 25, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so <clears throat> you guys make it to the edge of this doorway. Uh, it's a it's a more decorative arch. The hallway has kind of gotten a little bit bigger since then, and the torches now have, from this hallway, have lit, 
and they have gone up the walls of this great, looks like an entry hall, to some sort of temple. Uh, the ceilings are extremely high. Uh, the room is wide. It is decorative, and I'll explain those decorations later on. Uh, but behind you, you can hear the slurping of a gelatinous cube still slurping towards you at 30 feet per turn. Uh, so behind you, yes, you, you guys look into this room, you take a quick evaluation, and then you turn around to see the gelatinous cube emerging from the fog cloud. I guess it didn't work. Well, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. And that is where we will end this episode of Dungeon Boys. No. Uh, the One Shot continues. Tune in for the final episode of The One Shot next week. Uh, but in the meantime, please... That sounds kind of kind of grim right there. Yeah. <laughs> the final one. Please, uh, yeah, please think about that sound. Please remember <laughs> uh, to you know, write a review or whatever. Share us with your friends uh, wherever you're listening. If you would like to communicate with us, you can find our Discord channel uh, or our server with the Dungeon Boys Discord channel. Uh, there's a link to that Discord server uh, on my Twitter, and Twitter is at Tank Media Games if you want to ha- uh, tweet us or follow us or whatever. But other than that, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, boys, for being Dungeon Boys, and we will see you all next time. Please remember, we love you very much. Bye. Toodles. Later.